turns out the creepy doll is really creepy. Today I'm talking about Megan. This is Scott's Up Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about the recent kind of horror comedy, which is uh, Megan, and it's one that I I thoroughly enjoyed uh, for reasons I'll get into, and uh, by for a lot of the reasons that some people seem to not like it. Um, But yeah, so without further ado, let's get started. It's becoming a tradition now that at least one horror movie a year becomes a thing online. Whether people love it or hate it is besides the point, since the movie has already done its job. Get people's attention. Last year, that movie was Smile, which reeled people in with its viral marketing campaign, including creepers behind home plate at baseball games staring right into camera. And this year, we might already have the new thing, the creepy robot dog gone rogue movie called Megan. Once again, we've got a good trailer, a rating that meant everyone, including high school kids who like to scare each other and then shove each other into the bushes, or whatever kids do today, I'm getting too old, could see. But is it worth a watch? For me, absolutely. The movie centers around Gemma, a toy programmer and developer that has two major pressures on her at the same time. She's just become the guardian of her niece Katie after an accident killed her sister and brother-in-law, and her employer has her under the gun to create a new version of a hit toy, while Gemma has been busy building something else entirely. Seemingly looking to kill two birds with one stone, Gemma programs Megan, a hyper-intelligent doll and companion, to help take care of Katie. But Megan's connection to Katie may lead the robot to do sinister things for the sake of her safety. And man, James Wan and James Jason Blum do not miss together. After years of making slow burn haunted house movies, it is so great that Juan Blum and Gerard Johnstone have embraced horror's more gonzo roots with a timely topic that still touches on familiar topics like grief and responsibility. The key aspect to Megan is that it knows. It knows Megan's design is nightmare fuel. It knows the concept is obviously a bad idea that everyone should be able to track from a mile away. And it knows that the most fun, creepy thing Megan can be is wildly unpredictable. This is not some pensive, spooky reflection on connection in AI or Ex Machina. This is a roller coaster of a horror movie that just like Malignant was. Take something like Megan pursuing someone. There's about two or three times in the movie where Megan starts going after someone, clearly with malicious intent. Now, you could just have her stalk her prey and peer around corners and hide and appear like a demon. But that's a bit serious for a killer robot doll, right? Wouldn't it be much better if she sprinted like a gorilla on the ground or did a TikTok dance before grabbing a giant blade? Well, I certainly think so. This is the gonzo backbone of the movie that allows it to go completely off the rails by the end, as our killer robot gets more and more injured and we need increasingly more over-the-top means to stop her. This is also why you get solid comedic actors like Ronnie Chang to be our boss character and craft Megan to look like an American Girl doll gone wrong. It's all campy nonsense, and I love it. It also works because the thematic backbone and premise of the movie is solid. A lot of the recent horror movies that tackle grief have introduced what's been dubbed a grief monster, aka a representation of the horror the character has already faced and or the depression and negative emotions a personal tragedy brings with it. Thus, it's a fight for the lead character to push past said monster and overcome. In this case, Megan is what happens when you try to deflect 
grief and responsibility. Even before Gemma becomes Katie's guardian, we get plenty of hits that Gemma has not been in Katie's life and has no idea how to be a parent. Not only that, but her work, something that would normally distract her from her grief, has a ton of pressure attached to pile on top of the pressure of basically being a new mom. So when she's finally able to bond with Katie via robotics and Megan, it seems like a solid idea. Give Katie something or someone she can bond with while Gemma handles business for the time being so she can be a parent later. This is all textual and upfront, but also exactly what you would expect from a movie like this. We're not dancing around the issue with metaphors. Megan is a very clear representation of a festering problem that Gemma needs to handle, but finds herself more and more reliant on it, both for Katie and for her job. If nothing else, Megan is a great reminder that horror movies don't have to be all about slow burn scares. Sometimes the equivalent of a table flip is a lot of fun too. The verdict is it's ridiculous fun. With a great premise and even better execution, Megan is exactly what it's trying to be, a hilarious thrill ride. 8 out of 10. This has been Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Off Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.